Testing, testing. One, two, three. Are we on? Welcome to our town. Hello and welcome to the Our Town podcast. My name is Nick Byfield. And this is the setup, the introduction, the inaugural episode to tell you what this is all about. Uh, in this intro, I'm going to talk to you about Our Town. What is it? Where is it? And a little bit about myself and why on earth am I doing this? So to begin, Aratown, it's a small town or village as it's often referred to in Otago on the South Island of New Zealand. Its Māori name is Kamuriwai and it was a place where Māori passed through on their seasonal excursions from the East Coast. They'd come to hunt moa and search for punamu or greenstone um, in the warmer months um, down here. It's about 20 kilometres and a 20 minute drive from better known Queenstown, the so-called home of adventure and it sits in that wider district and catchment of the Wakatipu Basin and the Central Lakes. Aratown, as it's um, known today, was founded in 1862 when gold was found in the Arrow River, which passes through town, hence the shared name, uh, although it was briefly known as Foxes back when it was just a collection of canvas tents along the river. It then expanded during the New Zealand gold rush, but by the 1950s, the population had dwindled to around 200 people, and it was almost abandoned. However, it clung on, uh, and from there it became a popular holiday destination amongst Kiwis, with many families, particularly from down south, owning holiday homes or cribs, traveling up here to ski in the winter and enjoy the rivers and the lakes in the summer. And then as Queenstown boomed as the international holiday destination that it is today, and the home of the original commercial bungee jump, so too did Aratown, Aratown's actually closer to that original bungee jump on the Cowardale Bridge um, than Queenstown is. And with the town's historic Buckingham Street remaining largely intact, a fortuitous consequence of its decline, um, it's since become a popular place to visit and live, and in 2020 was named New Zealand's most beautiful small town. Today, Aratown has about 3,000 permanent residents, and at peak times can welcome an additional 3,000 people who come to visit each day at peak times, and all of those people tend to be concentrated around the, the main street in the centre of town. They come here to enjoy the history, of course, but also contemporary restaurants and bars, traditional pubs, boutique shopping, golf, the great outdoors, and increasing interest in tramping and biking or e-biking the many trails and tracks that surround us. From the perspective of why do a podcast about it, well, I'll get into that uh, a little bit more in a moment but not least uh, because I want to, and I think I might enjoy it. But also I feel that it's a very interesting place with lots going on and lots of intersecting discussions. In the wider context of Queenstown and the district, Aratown punches above its weight for the number of visitors it manages, as I've mentioned, but also its economic contribution. Um, it's got a rich history, as I've mentioned, uh, but it's also a working 21st century town. It's not just a postcard or film set. There's lots going on. Uh, beneath the surface it grapples with issues of how we utilize enjoy and even promote our natural environment whilst we simultaneously uh, protect it and respect it and we've got a, a community that cares passionately about the future of the town from all sorts of different angles and perspectives and there's always new conversations to have and opportunities to explore so hopefully the conversations i bring to you will speak for themselves as to why it's worth my while doing this, but more importantly, why it's worth your while to listen. 
So a little bit about me, as I mentioned, my name is Nick Fifield. I'm currently the chairperson of the Arrowtown Village Association, which represents the interests of local residents. I also happen to be the co-chair of the Arrowtown Promotion and Business Association, the APBA, a bit of a mouthful, and that acts in the interests of local businesses. My accent perhaps gives me away as not a long-term local, which is true, I'm from the UK. I first visited Arrowtown in 2007, uh, eventually moved here in 2018, following eight years living in Melbourne. So that might account for my slightly Anglo-Antipodean hybrid accent, which I'm often accused of um, by friends back home. But a little bit more about that visit back in 2007. I came here from the UK with my then girlfriend on holiday. She later became my wife and later still, unfortunately, my ex-wife. Uh, but she was from here and would come to visit her home. In fact, she was one of those Southlanders that had spent childhood holidays in Arrowtown and her family had subsequently moved and, and settled up here. It was April 2007, so autumn was in full swing, arguably the most popular time for visitors. So the autumn colours were ablaze in the surrounding hills and the autumn festival was ongoing. I remember seeing a vintage car parade down the main street and just assumed that that kind of thing happened around here all the time. I hadn't really realised the magnitude of the autumn festival um, and that's only grown um, to become an even bigger event now. It was definitely a really memorable holiday and following the move to Melbourne in 2010, there were plenty of opportunities to visit. Uh, and like many people, we used to fantasize about how one day we might call this place home. And that happened in 2018 with my daughter about to start school. It seemed a sort of now or never moment. Uh, so we made the move. And around that time, I'd been following the Arrowtown Village Association on Facebook as I'd been intrigued by the news and the goings on in the town, which I'd obviously come to regard as a special place. And it just so happened that the AVA annual general meeting uh, was happening in October, which had coincided with our arrival the month before in September. So I curiously went along. Um, but when the call went out for new members to consider joining, indeed younger members, um, all eyes seemed to fall on a then 40-year-old me um, sitting smack in the middle and my hand sort of slowly rose, uh, voluntarily or involuntarily, I I'm not sure, um, but uh, I found myself joining joining the committee and uh, yeah, from there kind of started to get into the issues and the concerns of the village. In December rolled around, I was volunteering at a charity auction at the famous Arrowtown Long Table event which sees, believe it or not, a long table stretched down the main street and all the local restaurants feed several hundred people who are lucky enough to get tickets. Uh, and during that day, I bumped into and met the then manager of the business association, Sue Patterson, who invited me along for a coffee at the next board meeting, um, which I duly went along to. Um, and that led to an invitation to join the business association, which I found hard to resist. Um, or either that or this town is very good at coercing new arrivals into, into volunteering. But so being across both organisations, both for residents and bus businesses, I find myself quite involved in all matters concerning the town, as I say, from locals to businesses to, to visitors, um, which really leads me to why am I doing this? So I suppose I'm doing this with my village association hat on, uh, as I imagine it's going to be of more interest if at all to locals. Um, as the new chair of the AVA, the committee and I have been looking at different ways to engage with the community. 
Previously, we've had our regular article in the loop, the free events and guide and directory that, that lies around town. Um, we have our Facebook page, of course. Not everybody's on Facebook these days. And we've also started doing short Zoom meetings to get uh, in, into a bit more detail on some individual but important topics. But I hope this podcast is going to give it an even greater opportunity for longer form expression and exploration of issues and topics concerning the town, uh, the personalities and characters of our community. I've got a few ca categories that I think things may fall into. So I've got community, I've got council, business, environment, and of course events. We've got a huge events calendar, uh, many landmark events that run throughout the year. Uh, from a personal perspective, I'm a first-time podcaster. I don't listen to other podcasts particularly. Maybe I should before I get into this. Um, but for now, I'm just having a crack. I'm learning as I go and building a new skill set. I'm sure I'll learn a lot from the people I speak to and I'll enjoy the creative process of pulling it all together and bringing those conversations to you. So that's it. That's the setup. That's the pitch. Um, I hope you come along on the journey with me or perhaps you'll catch me up further down the track. Uh, thank you for listening to this preamble. I hope it was useful to get the context and the background of, of what I'm trying to do and, and why I'm doing it. Hopefully, I've convinced you to, to listen on uh, and get stuck into some episodes. So I'll let you do just that. Uh, please don't adjust your dial, turn up your volume, sit back and enjoy. <laughs>